Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 913, huh. August 29th, 2022. <laughs> the record high on this day was 96. Boy, they had a hot day at the fair. That was 1969. Oof. And back in 1946, it was as cool as 45 degrees. Ah. Yeah. And now. From the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Hello, GLers. Hey, hey. County residents. What a crowd for a Monday. No kidding. Wow. Well, speaking of that, um, let me tell you something. I have an email here from uh, Tommy Coleman who writes, I realize this should have been done prior to the fair. Like ice out dates, I think it would be fun to start a state fair broadcast with the previous day's attendance records huh. and previous year's attendance records and the record attendance. I have included the link to make that happen. See you Tuesday, he notes. Flip Wilson. Uh, all right. That's uh, from Tom. Well, I thought every day this year was a record, only to discover that they have not been records. No. I mean, Thursday, I thought, was the highest crowd I've ever seen at the fair. fair. Same with uh, Friday, and it turns out they weren't records. They were good, though. Uh, Saturday uh, had 157,878 people. All of whom got stormed on. Did you see that Saturday night? Yeah. 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 Walking through but the, water. But the record is uh, 129,000. No, that can't be right. I don't know how to read the chart he emailed. Um, I have that in my news. I could check and see what I got. The record daily attendance for Thursday was 2019. 133,000, 12,000 more than this Thursday. All the records are modern. You know what that tells me? Vast prosperity. Right? I'm serious. The, uh, the oldest record on this guy's list, well, no, the oldest record on the list is Sunday, uh, uh, this past Sunday, yesterday, in 1994, they hit 209,969. The rest of the records are no older than 2017. Wow. Huh. What's the ice out at the fair? <laughs> well, I have no idea what the ice out would be, okay. but all these records are modern era records. Uh, and a quick update, the sales team has just informed me that those attendance records for the state fair have now been sponsored. Really? <laughs> yeah, we, we acted that fast. Wow. Do you have something to say about the talk shop over here? Uh, Joe, not a lot of people can make it to the fair that listen That's to right. this podcast That's on right. a daily basis. and. Over here, we have the fine wares offered. Kenny and John are both uh, wearing the two dogs. Uh, two, two what? Two dogs. Two, two cycle. cycle. Two cycle. Yeah. Right. Two dogs is Monty. I'm going to be awesome today. And um, <laughs> you can buy that online. All of the gear is available oh, online at nice. garagelogic.com. So you don't you, tell me. Uh-huh. But so. you can also purchase it right here sure. at the talk shop, which is just around the corner. Do we have hats? We have hats. We've got T-shirts. Uh, Accessories, hoodies, mm -hmm. all sorts of good stuff. Wonderful. Very um, affordably priced. We're not gouging you. Charles wants me to issue a sumac red alert for central Minnesota 
by way of the Little Falls area, hail the flashlight king. Hail you! So that must wait, mean... Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Excuse you listen me? to the show, right? When he says, hail the flashlight king, what's the proper response? Thank you. Thank you. Hail nice. you. Nice. Boy, they're, they're trained rather easily, aren't they? <laughs> you know, not that I want to uh, uh, commit a Roycey-like snub of great Gumption County residents. Okay. But often I'll hear as I'm walking along, either through the fair or elsewhere, in a crowded area, hail you uh, with somebody that recognizes the old mayor. Right. And I don't turn or anything. I just say, hail you, and just keep going. You, yeah. uh, you almost snub? Well, it's an almost snub, but not intentionally. Okay. It's just a hail you. I believe we already have today's state fair animal. You're nice. kidding me. Oh, yeah, I think Doris How is on Doris the ground. How did Doris sneak in? Well, because Doris runs the state fair grounds. Here's, Here's Doris, a member of the Garage Logic State Fair Hall of Fame, and she's well, wearing her medallion, as is her custom. She's a member of the Hall of Fame. She has to do all her own work. Well, we're your helpers today. I would have to help that's you. That's why she's in the hall. I'd just yeah. rather watch you work. She's yeah. saying, where is the Doris just removes all Doris. of our advertising, just, uh, puts it on the side, and says, let me bring out a beat. Speaking of advertising. <laughs> I don't know what we're having. Speaking of advertising, are you aware Here's of today's, today's State Fair Animal Reavers? We just uh, played, he played that already. We just played it. I'll be okay. Today's and rolling. You're going to need CPR. Today's oh, look at this. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Pronto Pups, if you look at your screen there. Yes, Here's it is. Huh. That is, don't tell me, that's a Guernsey. Nope. Nope. It is a Scottish Highland. Nope. Nope. It's a chocolate Swiss. It's a brown Swiss. There you go, Joe. Is it a brown Swiss? It is a brown Swiss heifer. I got it. I got it. A brown, now, is that a youngster? It's a heifer, Joe. Remember you, you being an expert <laughs> on farm animals now? Yeah. That is a youngster, yes. It is a young uh, animal. Who would you bring with you, uh, Doris? Well, Linda is the owner of said Hi, animal. Hi, Linda. I brought you Mackenzie today. Oh, boy. Mackenzie. That's a nice-looking animal. Where does Mackenzie live when she's not at the fair? She lives in Hoka, Minnesota. Hoka? Hoka, Minnesota. Where is that? I'm about 20 minutes from La Crosse, Wisconsin. Oh, for oh. Pete's sake. You're Represent down in Represent La Crosse, the Matil yeah. family. All right. Yeah. Cousins. No, what, she's what from County Hoka, is that? Minnesota. But Houston County. Houston, Houston County. County. Up in Houston and Hubbard. Now, how old is uh, Mackenzie? Mackenzie is six months old. Oh, now how big will she get? She'll get between fourteen and 1,500 when she's full grown at two years of age. Oh, my. Now, is she milking yet? She will not milk until she has her first calf, and that will happen about two years old. Oh, okay. So in the meantime, she just hangs out at the farm. Hangs out at the farm. And eats and gets fat and <laughs> gets ready to have a baby. Yep. And then we can start uh, making money off her. Yes. All right. That's fantastic. Wow. The assembly line, he says. So two years down the road, is there uh, is there any courtship? I mean, do we have uh, somebody we got our eye on, or is it just no, how you doing? Weird. No, it's getting weird. No, it no, no, no courtship really is going to be happening, I don't believe, with okay. any of Linda's animals. Uh, they're pre-selected. I got it. Kind Doris, of like a credit card. Doris, Sperm donors, yes. Got it. Oh, okay. Doris, oh, wow. uh, is Mackenzie Much entered like in any uh, ribbon competition? Oh, yeah. She'll be shown... Um, Maybe you can. She'll be shown Wednesday in the open class. Oh boy. Brown Swiss show. Okay, well, I think you'll have some competition. There was a Brown Swiss here last week that was fully grown. Right, but they don't show in the same class, oh, I so they see. divide them up by age, Joe. Oh, okay. And uh, she'll be milking in. So she's six months old now. Not milking yet, Doris. No. We wait two years. She's going to be eight. 
in another 18 months right. she'll be milking. Right. So but it won't be full two years. Right. Now, do you think Mackenzie will return to the fair ever? Or? Of course. She loves it here. Oh, okay. Okay. And are there other youngsters that she can uh, pal around with over at the barn? Of course there is. Come down and take a look. <laughs> and this is the cow barn, right? This is the cow barn. Cow barn. Maybe that's the courtship. They go back to the barn and she tells Carol, they compare hey, notes. you see Dan over there? Yeah, yeah, I think a couple years down the road he might be a good... Uh, that is yeah, a very the, handsome animal. The thing is... Uh, Joe and yes. Rookie and yes. the rest of the crew is that we don't have male dairy animals at the fair. Okay? It's only girls. Right. They're so there won't to, be any. They're tough you know, to milk, aren't they? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> We you don't know, so have a bull. No, no bull, no okay, bull okay. In the dairy, with the dairy animals. You're taking the city slicker to school here. Okay. Yeah, but during the beef show, we do have bulls around then. Okay. Oh, wonderful. Got well, it. Is there a beef show at the fair? There is a beef show at the fair, and that is the last, uh, that's the last four days of the oh, fair. Oh, okay. Who is the young man at the back? I always like to salute the fellows who like to stay in show business. My name is Jonas. Jonas, are you from Hoka? I'm from St. Paul. You just got dragged into this, huh? <laughs> so you're, you're jo Jonas is one of our staff members who's aspiring for bigger and better things. You're well, a city you're kid. You're starting at the bottom, I'll give you that. <laughs> you're a city kid, and this is your gig. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever caught it in mid-fly? <laughs> Or do you Not yet. It's my first time doing this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's a rookie. Well, I got he, news he for a, you. He's a total rookie got on it. this. Yeah. I got news for you, Jonas. You're standing a little far away. Yeah. <laughs> That's closer. by design. Yeah. Well, well, actually, Jonas is supposed to, if she raises her tail, he's supposed to get up close and personal with I her. I see. Wow. Now, it's, uh, I'm sorry, we're talking to... Linda? Linda, how many head of uh, brown Swiss do you have? I have currently about 50 head of brown Swiss. Okay. So, yeah. I have a question. Do you ever keep books on how much, say, McKenzie is costing you per month before she starts making you money? Yes, all farmers do keep, keep track of how much feed and how much their animal is costing them. That's got to be a depressing figure. <laughs> Sometimes it is. Yeah. Now, why is Doris's microphone acting up? Not sure. Okay. Why, why are you looking at me? Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I guess... I was going to say, do I have to take care of the tech part of this as well? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah thank you. Hand. That'd be great. I'm along for the ride. And I learned, Linda, I learned last week, uh, and it wasn't that bad of a question uh, to get a uh, to get a brown Swiss. They're from Switzerland, aren't they? Yes, they are. But this Switzerland. one was not born in Switzerland. This one was not born in Switzerland. So all the brown Swiss in the United States, they're already here. Is that would that be a safe assumption? Yes. They're no longer coming over on the boat and having to go through Ellis Island and get checked in. <laughs> That's right. No, right. no, they're not. All right. That's do you ever cross, do any crossbreeding? No, we are into the registered brown Swiss breed. Okay. Because they are gorgeous. They so, really are. So most of these animals that are, well, all the animals that are here for the open show, yeah. those animals are purebred. They have to be registered okay. in the herd book for the particular breed. Yep. Now, last week, we had 4-H members here, and they have both purebred, and some of them do have crossbred that they were showing. I see. But they don't show that during the open show. I admire, uh, I can link your uh, passion for keeping it uh, purebred to... To cars, I'm, a I'm, I'm being serious. I'm a strict originalist. The car has to be original, and you're you're that way with the cows. The, the Swiss, yeah, uh, Swiss chocolate. Uh, yeah, your cow is stock. Brown Swiss <laughs> is a true brown Swiss cow, and uh, and you're true to that uh, breed. Uh, yeah, 
a pretty weird analogy, Joe. But That's the best one I can come okay. up with. It's I, fair. I understand. Yeah. The coat, d- is the coat ever used, I mean, like shedding? What, do to you... make a blanket? No, no, not to, I mean, like <laughs> sheep. Does there, do you grow hair on the, you don't ever shave the cow, huh? We do have to do some grooming to show them. Okay, but it's not like uh, my back hair. <laughs> no, we, no, not like your back hair, but okay. they do trim them. Hey, quiet down. So, so we do use clippers on the animals, and, and they get a, a trim, okay. you know, but not, uh, not fully shorn like a sheep. I think she, she looks like she's been trimmed. Yeah, she is getting ready for the show on Wednesday. Right, and this is a big moment for her. This is a huge moment. And for you. Do you have a previous ribbons, Linda, back at the homestead? At our Houston County Fair, she was the first place junior heifer calf. Oh, boy, oh, boy. That's fantastic. Only winners. Because we only have winners here, Linda. We only have winners. Well, congratulations. That's a lovely, lovely animal. And, uh, Doris, you're crackerjack as usual. That's uh, one. Are we, what, what else do you have in mind for us this week? Oh, I have some surprises. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Okay. That's fantastic. Thank you, Linda. What's your last name? My last name is Baronic. So all the people down your way will know you are on the air. Linda Baronic. Absolutely. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, and Thank say, you. Say hello so Here's long to Mackenzie. I think what Rookie was trying to do is see if the uh, that cow was going to look better in that tank top than he did. And today's time. state fair animal was Mackenzie, a uh, brown Swiss heifer calf. I think we is that call still that a calf, uh, Doris? <laughs> It's a calf still. Okay. Now Doris oh, we'll putting the stage we'll back together. I think, I, w- I think that's cowscaping is what it is. Really? <laughs> Hold yeah. on. He gets one of these. Hold on. That's pretty good. Cattle scaping. Okay. Cattle scaping. We don't have a cow. Say, I'm pleased to tell you, I'm pleased to tell you that Schmel's Countryside Volkswagen is back with us. Schmel's oh, Countryside in Maplewood right on the southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61. The family of Volkswagen SUVs are in stock and arriving daily, including the all-new Volkswagen Taos, a smaller SUV, but it offers all-wheel drive and IQ Drive Advanced Safety Systems. Drive to the fair in a new Volkswagen. And uh, the family-size seven-passenger Atlas with a 5,000-pound towing capacity. I was on the road this weekend, and I saw quite a few of the Atlas marks. And, of course, there is the ID4 SUV if you're a candidate for all-electric, because if somebody's going to do that right, it will be Volkswagen. It was named the 2021 World Car of the Year. This is a multi-generational dealership. I've shopped there for years, and I will continue to. Great people and great service. In fact, the only way Schmelz can compete with the larger chains is to provide excellent customer service and maintain those relationships they've had with people for more than 50 years. Uh, check out the uh, inventory at SchmelzVW.com, right there in Maplewood on the corner, uh, southeast corner of Highway 36 and 61. Is that noodling or is that... 
It's a wonderful product in a world of bad gas and squeaky parts and dirty carbs and ancient outboards and high mileage vehicles and cars and trucks and tractors and lawnmowers and race cars and rusty parts and on and on and on. Of course, we're talking seafoam seafoam and specifically the motor treatment, the top engine cleaner, the high mileage, the Marine Pro, Tranny Tune, and the best penetrating oil ever produced, Deep Creep. Now, if you've got a garage, a shop, basement, workbench, junk drawer, anything, you should at the very least have a couple of cans of Deep Creep. And if you run anything that burns gas or diesel, you'll find the motor treatment is uh, what's going to keep those cylinders running strong and out of the shop, saving you time, aggravation, and money. Seafoam, a local company with a global reach and available the world over, and then some, a wonderful product in a world of bad gas, Seafoam. Hey, get that little kid up here. There's a little kid. I want to ask her about her shirt. Yeah, that one. Oh, boy. That one. Yeah. Come up here, kid. Come up here, kid. Get on the front of the microphone there, kid. But be nice to her. What does your shirt say, young lady? I don't know. It doesn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> is it a state fair shirt? Mm-mm. What it is said, it? It says peace. Peace, love, and uh, kitty. Don't Kitties. let that fella scare you, honey. Yeah. Stranger scare. danger. Stranger he's, danger. He's well, that's a very me. pretty shirt. That's why I wanted to ask you about it. It's a very pretty shirt. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Mm-hmm. Nice to see you. What's your name? Thea. Oh, that's a nice name. How old is she? Six, Six. I bet. Huh? Are you going to first grade this year? Mm-hmm. Woo-woo! Do you, know that, uh, do you know that Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones has a daughter named Theodora? Mm-mm. Well, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. You can okay. take that back and tell your mother that. Okay. All right, nice to see you. Thank you. Bye, Thea. Bye, Thea. Bye, Thea. <laughs> <laughs> Scarter for life. Uh, no, what Scarter for life was Ingie yeah, showing up yeah. at the side of the... Did you have a question, sir, or a, a product you wanted to uh, tout? Uh, oh, God. What, what, really, what, Joe? Well, really? Well, Ingie announced his own appearances at the State Fair, if you'll recall. Oh, yes, he comes no, no, bearing No, no, gifts. no, no, you go to the microphone. Go to the microphone. You go to the microphone. No, stay, no you go to the stay, microphone. Stay, stay yeah, yeah, yeah. COVID. It's for COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just a, cro- a COVID protocol. A nice mask, Mayor. Um, <laughs> I am not wearing the uh, customary mirrored ball helmet no, as a- it currently is being uh, bubble wrapped and boxed to be shipped off to the Garage Logic uh, Museum and Interpretive Center. Okay. Um, but it. Um, I, wa- I wanted to mention a few things that... Um, not a, a, long, few, not, a few things. Not a long three, time. Few things. Not a long three, time. Three things. Yeah. Um, I did have a kitchen fire uh, a year and a half ago. Okay. The original Garage Logic map did yes. survive. Wonderful. Protected by a piece of plexiglass that was singed and melted, but the map survived intact. That's fantastic. What? His map survived. Oh, but time out. Yeah. Let's okay. pause for a second. What started the kitchen fire? It was unfortunate, but what happened? Uh, I did. You cooking <laughs> meth, Ingy? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, it's currently uh, uh, the February 6th uh, commission is, is currently looking for a new chairwoman. Right. Uh, I think we have a representative from Wyoming that might be interested. All right. Anyway, may I continue? Huh? Yes, you. I, I wish you would. Um, I know that. Um, but I'm also presenting you uh, for acceptance into the museum and interpretive center a singed 
bobblehead doll. Slightly damaged bobblehead. <laughs> so you're trying to pawn off on me a singed bobblehead of me. Pretty much. Yeah. It's actually more like, you know how you say bobbleheads don't look like the person? No, my theory Well, on this one went through yeah. a fire, and now it kind of does. Okay. All right. <laughs> what and, else do you have? Uh, and in conclusion. Yes. Already? I would like to give you the finger. All right. Oh, now, yes. for, for those of you listening at home, yeah. this is a plastic finger in the form of a hook. Right. That is mounted, Joe, on a piece of genuine, genuine garage wood that's fantastic here 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 and uh in closing i would like to say that we have a part two regular listener in uh, buena park california all right and to her i would say like to say diane yep i miss you yep and i love you that's sad that's almost sad i thought she dumped you um, that's part of the February 6th commission. Oh, okay. Does Thank she you. have a restraining order against you? Did you just break <laughs> some sort of law there? Are I, we in, I think it? those things um, have an expiration date. See, um, you know what, Inky? It works yeah. out. It all works out. You know what? What are you giving them, Rook? I don't want that thing. I don't want it. That's going into the museum, he said. Look at the damn thing is burned. It really is. Hey, uh, Joe. It looks like I have some sort of horrible acne disease here. Uh, <laughs> you also got a bad neck. It's lifelike. <laughs> but Look Joe, at that. It, yes. It, it, it also broke off um, at the, the feet and the ankles, and I had to super glue it together, and it didn't work <laughs> right away, so it almost became GL's um, uh, major award, the leg lamp. Yes. Hold on, Iggy. Oh, Don't go anywhere. anywhere. What are we doing here? As a token of our appreciation for your donation of the POS bobblehead that you brought us, we are going to uh, award you a brand new bobblehead. Oh, boy. Oh, I like the precedent we're setting. Wow. You bring junk to Joe, we're going to give we'll you give stuff. We'll give you stuff, yeah. Yeah, I like it. All right. Wow. What can I say? I you don't have to say anything. You can move along. And... Uh, in closing, yeah. part oh, four I'm again. Done. You've said in closing now four times. <laughs> Ingy, ladies and Yay! gentlemen. Oh, in the, uh, one more thing. Wait, you're getting something else. Oh. You're getting a new map. That's not a map. Is no, he getting the, a new map? The Gumption County Fair. What? what? That's the GL at the fair. Oh, that's a fantastic map. That's Gumption County at the State Fair. Our good friend Greg Holcomb, the Garage Logic artist, is responsible for these wonderful works of art that we have. Is that available at the talk shop, Rook? No, it is oh, not. All right. No, it is not. Rookie, or, uh, don't let them up here. Don't let them up here. So if you have anything, you know, roaming around in your purse or pockets and you'd like to give it to Joe, <laughs> no, no. Uh, now's the time. No, no. All right. Thank you, Ingy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Monday at the fair, Joe. You know, the other day I tried to tell you guys something that I thought was important, and that is that Minnesota could very well be home to the world's largest rock, not largest, oldest, oldest. rock. And uh, you were of your typical sophomore. No, it was fascinating. Mocking. It was, well, I, you know, stuff. you completely forgot, you stepped all over the fact mm-hmm. that we have in Garage Logic our own geologist, Stacy. Yes. And Stacy notes reporting in to talk more about another great geological feature we have here in Minnesota. Morton Nice is named after the town of Morton. 
Mm -hmm. A nice is a metamorphic rock. As a refresher, there are three types of rock. What are they? Sedimentary, igneous, and metamorphic. Metamorphic rocks are ones that have been subject to high temperature and pressure. As the article mentions, meaning the article about the world's oldest rock, this stone has been used to decorate many buildings across the country. When the Old West Publishing Building was demolished in 2017, I asked the construction crew if they were going to salvage any of the beautiful Morton Nice. They told me no, that it's very expensive to separate that from other construction debris, and that many times there isn't a use for it. Well, I needed to have a piece of this stone and set out under the cover of night to secure a specimen. As you can see in the pictures, I was successful, although I have to give my husband credit, as he's the one who carried it back to our car. I had it then created into a side table for the deck, and she sent pictures of that beautiful, uh, beautiful souvenir. And also I have from the Lemke family, I was delighted by your story last Friday about the oldest rock in the world, as I am from Granite Falls, home of where the oldest exposed rock is located. He also sent a photo. This marker is located just a few blocks south of the one stoplight on the banks of the Minnesota River. Even more interesting, if garage logicians travel just a few more miles south on Highway 23, there is a true cylinder wonderland at Fagan Fighters Museum, where there are many World War II fighter planes, as well as a depiction of the D-Day landing featuring actual sand from Omaha Beach. Oh, wow. Keep pushing back and see you at the fair, Randy Lemke. So that concludes my ode to the world's oldest rock, which is right here in Minnesota, which I think is a fantastic note. A it's, fantastic uh, how, note. That's uh, fascinating, Joe. It is. It is. It I mean, is. all rocks are old, aren't they? Yes. They but, were. But there's something to be said for having the world's oldest. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah but I'm skeptical as yeah, far as. Uh, to be honest with you, how. How do you know? Proving it, you know? You know, Angie uh, 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 had that ridiculous uh, hook that he contrived, uh, and he attached it to a piece of garage wood. Yes, giving it, you the finger. You want a hook? Gator Magnetics. Gator mm. Magnetics. I hope you GLers have gone to their website and checked it out. Gator Magnetics has come up with uh, a magnet that's so strong you can't take it off whatever surface you affix it to. You have to flip the little plastic lever and then off it comes, falls into your hand, you walk to some other corner of the garage, put it on a steel surface and you have a new storage area. Gator magnetics turn every toolbox, steel shelf, cabinet, workbench, fire doors, second fridges, freezers, you name it. If it's metal, garage logic, I mean uh, gator magnets yeah. will stick to it. And it's just an absolute, absolute godsend for garage storage when you want to get stuff off the floor. I'll bring one out tomorrow. Do we have any metal to stick it to? Uh, we'd find something. How okay. about that railing? All right. How about that I railing? will do that. I'll do that, that tomorrow. That is really great. Go to their website and see how they work and see the different uses and options. You can hang baskets between the two hooks and move your storage around until you have it just perfect. GatorMagnetics.com State fair time, and, you know, when you guys go home to your filthy green shag carpet in your basement, that's going to depress you. What I want you to do is give yourself, your home, a little facelift. Maybe it's the kitchen floor. Maybe it is that shag carpet in the living room or the basement. Redmond's Flooring and Design can help you. Don't know what you want? That's why you stop by the Design Center in Anoka. They've been around over 50 years, and they would love to set up a design for you. Carpet. 
vinyl, whatever the case may be, their design team, Mike has got a great team that will help you figure out what you want. Most likely, you're going to do whatever your wife tells you if you want to be really smart about it. But just nod, smile when you're in the design center in Anoka, and say, yes, dear, that's going to look fantastic in our living room or the new kitchen floor. Check them out online at redmans.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com, or dial 763-316-3332. 763-316-3332. For over half a century, they've been... Um, making marriages work by updating the flooring in the house. And it's not just limited to flooring. They work with Mohawk, the top name in the flooring industry. Redmond's is not an overnight operation. They take their time. They do it right. Redmond's.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com, 763-316-3332. Let them know that the Rook sent you for a free estimate. Redmond's, Redmond's Redmond's.com. John brings a different guitar every day. Every day. You weren't supposed uh, to. And this is what? Oh, an Epiphone? applause. This is an Epiphone Johnny, Epiphone. Johnny A Custom. Johnny A is a fine guitarist from Boston. Wonderful. Designed this. From the Wonderful. band Boston? Just no, a band from the of city of Boston. Trying to make some money? The yeah. city of Boston. How long have you had that? Uh, two years, maybe. Did, did you have to 48-hour rule it? No, no, okay, no. Okay, okay. It's well aware, and I heard about it. Don't worry. Got it. Uh, I want to issue a special thank you to Courtyard by Marriott in uh, Roseville for providing lodging for me during the state fair. You'll enjoy contemporary uh, a contemporary atmosphere in the modernized rooms and bathrooms with the newly updated in-room accents and the Courtyard by Marriott uh, right there, right up in Roseville, close by. It's located near all your favorite destinations, the U of M, the Minnesota Fairgrounds, the National Sports Center, Huntington Bank Stadium. Oh. So you know where that is? I do. Where? Right on University Avenue. So they've changed their name. Yes. Yes. What did it used to be? TCF. Uh, TCF. Uh, They're also located next to downtown Minneapolis in the Rosedale Mall. Your amenities, high-speed internet. I checked that out last night. Ergonomic chairs, well-lit desks, meeting rooms, spacious hotel rooms. Uh, All of that will help you thrive during your next visit. They even have a fridge and a microwave, which I have used uh, quite successfully. They got a color set? Uh, And it's a big color set, Chris. At the Courtyard by Marriott, you're going to find all the amenities you can expect. Courtyard by Marriott in Roseville, located on Center Point Drive, just off 35W in Roseville. I have a note left here for me. Joe, sorry I missed you again this year. You always remember your first. Good luck. Blaze of Glory, who I believe was our first ever fireworks queen. She was, and she's remained very loyal to Garage Lodge. Yes, Blaze of Glory. I have a little something that maybe John Height will nail right off the bat. What Uh happened in the music world on this day, 56 years ago, which makes me wonder where more than half a century is gone? 56 years ago ago today is the day the music died. No, No. the music did not die. No, Buddy Holly went down in Iowa. What's 22 minus 56? 66, uh, the last Beatles concert. You are correct, The sure. last Beatles concert. Well, to San be te- Francisco. Yes, to be technical, it was the last time the Beatles played for a live paid concert. There you go. 
1969, they did get on the roof of the recording yep. studio and play. But this was at uh, uh, Candlestick Park in San yep. Francisco. The previous summer, they had played Metropolitan Stadium mm -hmm. in uh, Bloomington. On this day in history, uh, the Beatles played their last ever concert for which people paid to get in. Now, this gentleman in the Garage Logic T-shirt had your answer and shouted it out, so he is going to get a deluxe spiral light candle oh boy. T shirt. That's a nice Stop t shirt. Burning, boring candles. This is your prize for shouting that out, sir. Thank you. And he will now thoroughly give it to somebody else. I'd wash that before he put it on. Oh, by the way, that shirt burns in a circular no, motion. No. So just so you know, just so you just so you know that. That, uh, that Beatles note is not necessarily unrelated to a state fair. Because okay. they uh, they just grew weary of the clamor and the hectic conditions yeah. that that surrounded their concerts. They couldn't hear each they other. They hear themselves. They playing. had to guess yeah. what the other guy was playing, and they finally said, "That's it." Yep. And then they went into a and heavy period of recording. Yeah. And studio. what uh, what year was that? Forgive 1966. me. 1966. And how? So it was only a matter of years before we had big concerts like, uh, right. Uh, what uh, Rolling Stones? Yeah, yeah. Sixty-nine. Yeah, sixty-eight, sixty-nine. And your point being what? They're lazy. They're wusses. They no, gave they, well, up. No, they couldn't get the equipment at that time. They were in just two in it years. for the money. They in preceded. Two couldn't years. care less about their listeners. They preceded the availability of uh, the concert. Their fans. I mean, the stuff they played with the Candlestick Park. You could have gotten into a station wagon. Uh, yeah, I, I played with bigger amps at bars yeah. than they yeah. used. Yeah, they didn't have any stuff. I still don't understand why they didn't come back in '69. Uh, because they uh, Woodstock, what they a, probably didn't great need, opportunity. They probably didn't need the money. Altima. Yeah. What was that festival you said Altima. you went? Uh, you went to one down in what Florida? Atlanta Alabama, International Pop Atlanta. Festival. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That preceded Woodstock. Is that the one you hitchhiked home from? Yes. <laughs> Did you wear the banana suit? No. <laughs> That was taken from me. Ah, because I was removed from the group. <laughs> so they took your no. I got took to keep your it. banana suit. I got in your uniform. I got son. to keep it. But when you really looked at it, what other opportunity would you have had now, to wear it, that? Was it an actual banana, or was it just a yellow suit? A suit with brown buttons made to look like a banana. And did the color, uh, the collar, open up like it was the skin on had a banana? Had big, big lapels. Yeah. I, I want more logistics of how this went down. Uh, were you ghosted? Or when you went to go put up your employee ID card, was it denied? And it said, you know, you need to see the manager. Yeah, like what they did four years ago. How did you learn of this? <laughs> did Riff, uh, Rick Shefchick write about it in the paper? No. That's about it? No. Is that uh, his book? We learned about it in the locker room at Wakota Arena, if you want to know the truth. Okay. It was more than you that got thrown yeah, out Yeah, one other guy. One so other were guy. the new members there? No. Yeah, he walks by this guy that's... Who's swinging the guy? sticks, swinging the sticks in the hallway, <laughs> doing all fancy stuff. It's kind of like when someone gets traded off the Twins. Hey, uh, the guy that's replacing you is over there in the corner. Jailers, you know that I've always made the prediction that a time is coming when we will not be allowed to talk to each other. Are you aware of that prediction that I've made? We will not be allowed to make words with other people because they might be construed to be offensive or insensitive. We're headed towards that point, especially in the failed academy. There is now a bar in, uh, in England, a nightclub, that is banned staring at people. Whoa. Wow. Yep. Now try that at the fair. How could that, would that work at the fair? No. No. No, no because some people attract stares and 
you may you stare can't. if you get verbal consent from the staree. <laughs> oh. I'm not making this up. Uh, they can, you can stare. It's Club 70. I'm sorry, it's in Australia. Club 77 in Sydney, Australia, said managers will call the police if people in the club stare, stare at each other without first getting consent. To be stared at. Huh. Wow. Right? Huh. That really wouldn't work well at the fair. You'd have to probably arrest about 100,000 people. Well, I would say after Thursday, again, with Rook in that tank top, we all would have Ooh. went to jail because yeah. we stared at him for an excessive amount of time. I Sa- did get some gawks. There was some gawking. Safety officers in pink vests will enforce the law. Club 77 said it wanted to be a safe space and updated its rules that it recently attracted some people who do not share their values and ethics when it comes to club culture. I thought steering was part of club culture, but apparently it's well, not. Yeah, you wear and, neat and outfits so, so people look at you. Yeah, it's attractive. So no steering. And if you, uh, if you do come in and are approaching multiple people or giving them unwanted attention, you are going to attract the attention of our security who have been instructed to stop that kind of behavior. Wow. Yes. So... Don't you two stare at each other. Well, they've been staring at each other for a while now. And you are? From the Bad Farley family. (laughs) Announce yourself. Julie and Michael Farley. Hi. What can we do for you? Well, um... Serve me up. That's okay. Serve me up. I just take um, offense that we were called the Bad Farleys. Oh, boy. We knew this was going to happen. I'm unaware of this. I think I'm innocent of that. Well, it's really rocky, of course. Right, right. No, last week... When we were talking about Chris Farley, you had mentioned this Farley family. That's a St. Mark family. I don't, I don't know them. You don't, but you said there's another Farley family. I said that oh, Farley family. Oh, I said family, I knew a Farley. Right. That yeah. Farley family is different. Those are the bad Farleys. Okay. And unfortunately, every one of the bad Farleys listens to your podcast, so right. I got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> well, what have you done? Uh, I mean, why are you so, you, you guys make moonshine in the bathtub? Uh, I think he meant we're the other Farleys. We're right. not St. Mark's. to Chris Farley. Right. So if we're bad Farleys, Chris Farley's the good Farley. Yeah. yeah, well, it's hard a, to understand, isn't it? In a it sick is. kind of way. So and I'm just <laughs> defending the St. Paul Farley. I don't family. blame you, and I think you have every right to, and I'm glad you stopped by. Thank you ever you. allow your husband to speak? <laughs> <laughs> don't get him started. Speak when spoken to. All right, that's yeah. a that's good plan. A, that's really good, Farles. Good All right, plan. you have defended your family name again. Well, All right, the, so they're now in the back in the fold of they're the good Farleys. They're back in the good Farleys, so yes, yes. Rook. Just almost booked a celebrity guest on the show today. Mm-hmm. We almost had uh, a connection to Chris Farley on the show. Almost. It was a long shot. It was quite the <laughs> long shot. That would have shot. been the only guest you booked for today's Pretty show. much today, the pickings <laughs> are slim. Pickings are yeah. slim this year on Guest Wise. Kind of a different kind of fair this year. Isn't we've, uh, we've, been, uh, hit, we've hit a lot of roadblocks. I don't understand why we're having trouble with our musical acts. <sighs> uh, licensing. It has to do with licensing on a podcast where you cannot... It's different than radio. ...play Well, what music the hell? We, we've published. done it a million years. Right. Um, the we did it in 2019, and we were a podcast in 2019. The screws have been tightened. Tell you what, Boy, Ruck, have they ever. We're fighting legal problems, ladies and gentlemen. Ruck, you know what we can do, how we can solve this? How's that? Joe, if you're willing to write the check for the fine, we'll book whoever there you we want. Go. Well, Dang how much it. is the fine? Oh, it's a big one. Well, we're having Jeff so, Dayton on this week. Why are we allowed to have him on? Because his label has given us permission to use his music. Then why don't we get the permission of other labels? 
the other labels are not. It's it's a lengthy process. Uh, tell I, I, t tell the truth, I, Matthew. Have you tried? No. Okay. I don't think I don't think it's the I labels. Just I just the, haven't. Uh, it's the publishing. Why are Why are we talking? It's about the publishing, the not the labels. Well, it's a topic the of discussion. Garage what else logicians you come here yeah, and they they want to <laughs> they want to be entertained on the stage. And they expect that, and we're not giving them what they want. So, and if it is the publishing, so everything that I'm playing is illegal too. No, don't worry. About I haven't it. heard okay, you. Good. I haven't heard you play at yeah. all. GLers, were any of you here Saturday? Were any of you here Saturday? There's one, one. two, three, couple, were, handful. Apparently, uh, people at the fair were caught in a torrential rainfall. Yeah. And a wonderful was, lightning show. Yes. Just one great lightning show. Unfortunately, there was some wind damage also. The meteorologists are trying to claim it as a couple of tornadoes, but I have my suspicions. Um, I think they were straight-line winds. Huh. I would agree with you. I was driving in that in Mendota trying so to get I. home to South St. Paul, and so. it was... You, you could not see 10 feet in front of you. Right. It I mean, was scarier than hell to be on 62 it was, at that time. Me, uh, it was a rough night. Let me scratch that tornado note from my news then. Okay. Oh, you can keep it in. And when we, oh, come back, okay. when we come back, we're going straight to John Height's State Fair newsroom. But first, rookie here for Escape With Us Vacations. I know you've gotten a lot of great feedback from your sisters. Uh, I do. Thanks for the heads up on that, bud. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Escape With Us Vacations is a fantastic outfit. The outfit is run by my two sisters, Dries and Maria, and they have a Croatian river cruise that is filling up. It's almost full, a couple slots left. Check them out at escapewithusvacations.com. They are leading the tour, and you are gonna get story after story after story about my upbringing. More importantly, you're gonna see the beauty of Croatia. It is a beautiful place. They've been on this trip before, so they know exactly what to look at, what to pass on, and what to have fun with. $2,500 per person. That's everything included. Thank you, sir, for your service. Thank you. Appreciate that. Let's give them a round of applause there. And they also can go all sorts of different places. If you have something on your bucket list, do what Joe did years ago. Took his entire family. It cost him four hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> where did where, I go? Where did you go? You took right. everybody. Somebody went someplace. Mexico. You went to Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Book through Escape with Us Vacations. They're tried and true over seventy years of uh, history in this business. EscapeWithUsVacations.com. Check them out online. Let them know that you heard it on Garage Logic. I don't care if you're booking a Fort Myers trip or you're going to Nova Scotia. Whatever the case may be. Having a travel agent work for you is a plus. Don't book it yourselves. Go to escapewithusvacations.com. I came in about a half past no. ten. Why do you guys keep Something singing about it? not letting me know what it is, kid. Staying out late and drinking too much And now no. I'm in the doghouse Not just a newsman, is he, ladies and gentlemen? A little George Thurgood for you there No, it wasn't George Thurgood, Getty It all started in 1967 Where Majestic Oaks Golf Course now stands in Ham Lake The, the event heyday, a one-day event It's coming around the old horn again The uh, weekend after Labor Day, next weekend uh, and it's the one weekend where the Snow Bear and Snowmobile Club is allowed to invite all of us Petroheads to hang out 
at their beautiful 140-acre facility, the official start of winter. Heydays, if you're into sleds, bikes, anything on, you know what, anything at all motorsports related, Heydays is a must-attend event. They've got something for all of us. All the factories will be there. Uh, I don't care if uh, it's Articat, Polaris, Cadu, Yamaha, whatever you ride, they're going to have their factory rigs there. Uh, and the dealers, I love the dealers. They all show up and sell all of last year's leftover offerings at an incredible discount. Um, and the biggest thing about all of it, the swap meet, the biggest swap meet probably in the, uh, in the, in the five-state area at the very least, a fantastic swap meet. It's all taking place the 10th and the 11th, the weekend after Labor Day. It's on Highway 95, about seven miles east of North Branch. You can actually have their own their app. You can download their app uh, so you know everything that's going on at the event while you're at the event. You can also uh, log on to the website, heydays.com. You know, if I came to the State Fair as a civilian, uh -huh. I would not bring my cell phone. Okay. For, right. two, for two reasons. Right. One, it's just something to misplace. And two... Why in the hell would you want to talk to anybody if you were at the fair? Well, there's more re things to do with a yeah, cell phone. Take what about pictures? Take pictures? No, no, you don't get to take any. How about, how about going <laughs> online to see where stuff is at? No, 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 no. You don't consult Facebook your phone. Marketplace. How you don't you consult your to, phone. How are you supposed to Snapchat a Prano pup? No, you, you don't do that. You don't do that. You, you are of the age, home. Joe. You're of our, our Find age. a pay phone somewhere if you got to make a call. Is there one pay phone around here I bet there isn't. I'm surprised that you don't have one of those cell phones. Foam uh, holsters that all the people no, your I age don't take uh, my phone. wear. Those big giant Velcro strap holsters to carry your you giant. You mean the, the cell dad phone. with the dad jeans that's got it twisted sideways? Sure. So it's strong. John Height in the newsroom. Why, Shirt tucked you, in. Joe. Cell phone holster. I love how Kenny has turned that into an insult. I know. You're a shirt tucker. What? Yeah. So what? Shirt tucker. Here's John Height in the newsroom. The uh, news update is brought to you by Hofferman Water. It's day five of the Minnesota State Fair, Seniors Day. Oh, boy. Ah. Are you enjoying it, Joe? Yes. Folks over... Don't bring your cell phone. <laughs> Folks over 65 get in for $12, plus there's specials for fairgoers of all ages. How much did we get in for? Oh, we... We got him for twelve dollars. Twelve, okay. Yeah, yeah. On the big stage tonight, the headliners, the Beach Boys. It's the uh, oh boy, the, the Mike Love, Bruce Johnston. Uh, they're still around. That version of the Beach Boys. That's you know, the real version, right, John? No Wilsons, unfortunately, no. Are, are involved in this. What about uh, who's the guy I'm thinking of? Al Jardine. Yeah. Uh, last I saw, no, but perhaps he is. He goes back and forth okay. between two different groups. Is this sure. version of them uh, pretty good, gentlemen? Uh, it's know. kind of the State Fair version. It's not their uh, oh. best stuff. Okay. The uh, Temptations, are, they uh, are before them. Uh, only one of those original left, Otis Williams. He's the fellow with the deep voice. Yeah. Uh, and the opener, who still sounds great, just saw him on TV not too long ago, out of the Oakland area, Tower of Power. Oh, really? wow. Great band. Yeah. Really? Great now, band. Uh, the deep voice and the Temptations, that's yeah. the guy that did oom pop a mow mow I know you're doing this and you're going to cast a fishing line here just to get me oh, in, yeah. but no. Big time. That was, you know how you avoid that, John? Kenny, how? <clears throat> just keep plowing I, I through the I can't, news. though, because, you know. Kenny, uh, that wasn't. That was Bowser from Sha Na Na. Oh, of course yes. it was. <laughs> how many be, times do you think the phrase... We're going to find Grandpa, and we're going to go home is being uttered today at the Minnesota State Many, Fair. many times. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. John, serious question. We are left you, him what? sitting right here. <laughs> right. 
That's you why going? you have to text someone. Are you going to this show tonight, John? I am not. I have seen Tower of Power a couple times, and they're wonderful in concert. So uh, You're going to talk about who's going to be here tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow I will talk about that. But not now. Well, not now, no. Because, so you're going to have to come yeah, back. See, I think it's, it's Gaffigan. It's my, it is. I think you're right. I yeah. think you're correct. Jim okay. Gaffigan, the comedian, that who I also have seen, and he's very funny. Very funny guy. Very funny. Is yeah. he back in favor? Because he was out, out of favor for some time. Well, well, he was out of favor with a certain segment. Okay. He's never been out of favor in general. So. Okay. <laughs> I think he's funnier than hell. Uh, Minnesota communities are cleaning up damage left by several uh, storms this past weekend. The National Weather Service confirmed, although right there, at least one podcast host says it's not true, Five tornadoes touched down. I'm not saying it's not true. Oh, I'm, I'm just, sorry. I just said I had suspicions. I see. It didn't happen on my street, so it didn't happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> they confirmed five tornadoes touching down in the Twin Cities metro area and have yet to confirm at least one possible tornado. Uh, Sunday night, Candiohi County. Uh, here's what we got for preliminary uh, NWS info. East St. Paul, a tornado spun up northeast of St. Paul, continued north to the area of Maplewood, leaving tree and structural damage. Uh, Burnsville Crystal Lake area, a brief EF zero. I didn't know there were EF zero tornadoes. Well, see, to me, that's not a tornado if it's zero. Well, but if it's a funnel, it's a tornado. Oh, right? okay. I would think. Yeah. Uh, Apple Valley, a brief tornado occurred in Apple Valley. In Egan, a brief tornado producing an area of concentrated tree damage. In West St. Paul, a brief tornado uprooted or snapped numerous. I think I'm on the mayor's side trees. here. Uh, th- those don't count. I just have suspicions. Yeah, I don't did, they don't did, count. Did you guys see any of the video of the uh, planes landing and people were shooting yes. video? Oh, Isn't wow. that wonderful? So, John, yeah. this is like heat indexes and it, wind shields. It's all BS. A woman on my block, a woman on my block <laughs> was confronted. She was walking her dog, Uh-oh. was confronted by a coyote. Ooh. And she went down, twisted her ankle, the whole deal. <laughs> that was the result of her dog straining to, to, to protect her from the coyote. Huh. And he, the coyote ultimately did take off. What, but uh, I might as well be living in Ely. How, how big was the, <laughs> her dog? That'd Just be, a little boxer. Oh, that'd be fun to see. A little boxer. She should have cut him loose. Yeah. <laughs> a fuel leak and then an engine a bulldog, problem. Bulldog, French bulldog. Yeah. Take bets on that. That'd yeah. Be fun. A fuel leak. Okay, and an, Michael Vick. And an engine <laughs> problem during final liftoff preparations led NASA to scrub the launch of that uh, moon rocket we've been talking about. Uh, the next launch attempt will now take place not uh, well, not until Friday at the earliest. As precious minutes ticked away, NASA repeatedly stopped and started the fueling of the Space Launch System rocket with nearly one million gallons of super-cold hydrogen and oxygen. Wow. Then NASA ran into new problems when it was unable to properly chill one of the rocket's four main engines. The rocket was set to lift off on a mission to put a crew capsule into orbit around the moon. The launch represents a milestone in America's quest to put astronauts back on the lunar surfaces for the first time since the Apollo program ended. 50 years ago. Now, anywhere in your reading did you encounter the term engine bleed? Because A, that's what I heard, and B, I don't know what that means. I did not see that, yeah. but uh, sounds reasonable. This is a very tall ship. Yes. Man, very is this thing so. big. You know, earlier I mentioned the Garage Logic uh, shop online at the website, garagelogic.com for your state fearwares. You can also let people know that you can watch us live on the Garage Logic Facebook page and the Garage Logic YouTube channel. Pat's doing a great job of highlighting all of our guests and the State for Animals here at the Great Minnesota Get Together back here. What guests? We have Doris. Yeah. 
We had Ingi. I don't know where my four H's are. A mint condition Mickey Mantle baseball card became the most valuable piece of sports memorabilia ever to be sold at auction Sunday, notching $12.6 million. Wow. I don't understand that. Uh, I'm a big fan of collecting priceless antiquities and what have you, but I just don't get that. I can't explain what has led the comeback, but a lot of this stuff has really skyrocketed. What would you say, John, in the last 10, 5, 10 years or so? Uh, yes, and even more so uh, during the pandemic. Uh, it, it tells us later in this story that a lot of folks during the pandemic started to think of these as art. Which some are, some but of if the I'm going to spend twelve and a half, I want a Monet or something. I, I just uh, nothing right. against Mickey Mantle, but what do you do with it? it honestly, Joe, you're you investing it. in it. Yeah. You're, you're, it's worth it's twelve and a half. Be, no? It's never going to be worth more than no, twelve and a half. No, it'll keep going up. I can't believe that. It's hard for me to believe. The card was a tops card from 1952. It features Mantle, the most uh, powerful switch hitter in baseball history. It would have been sold at the time in a wax-wrapped pack that cost either a penny or a nickel. The card has become the first sports item to be sold at auction for eight figures. Before this, the record was $9.3 million achieved by a jersey worn by Diego Maradona when he scored the goal known as the Hand of God in the 1986 World Cup. The sale of the baseball card marks a new high for the sports collectible market. As Chris said, one that's been booming in recent years, especially since the beginning of the uh, coronavirus pandemic in 2020. Uh, baseball cards, that uh, they note can carry a sense of nostalgia. I got an 89 Jeff Rebelay card. How much is that worth, John? Do we have any news of the buyer? No, nothing on the buyer. What about the Honest Wagner card? Isn't that? The, they actually just found a stash of those. This is getting real geeky now. I just saw this story. Uh, a fella or a family in Pennsylvania had a stash of the, they're called tobacco cards. Yes. Came, yeah. Uh, and uh, there were seven or eight Honest Wagners in there. Oh, wow. So now there's that. Obviously makes the price go down, oh, gotcha. but not a lot. Okay. You'll still get a couple of mil for one of those anyway. Dang. So, uh, speaking of auctions, uh, Princess Diana's old car sold for almost seven hundred sixty-four thousand. A Ford, a Ford. What was it? A Escort. Black Ford Escort RS I mean, it's a nothing Turbo. Car. How much? Uh, seven hundred fifty thousand. Seven sixty-four. Oh, somebody got screwed. Yeah. Now we, uh, you know, every one of us, I bet, had a friend with an Escort in the old days. I did. Well. You had an escort? Oh. <laughs> in Vegas. <laughs> no, no, Kenny. No, no. See, that would not have impressed me either that she owned it. I would have to oh. have somebody else own it for me to pay that much for it. I thought you meant that Kenny had an escort. No, I'm not paying According attention to this. Yes. <laughs> According to the auction site, Princess Diana would not allow anyone to drive her Ford Escort and instead opted to have her guard sit by her in the passenger seat while she drove. Not only does history make the vehicle unique, but the car is believed to be the only black RS Turbo Series 1 produced instead of the only white manufactured model, according to Silverstone Auctions. For the protection of the princess, the car had been fitted out with a police radio in the glove box and a secondary rearview mirror for the use of a royal protection. Classic Arvel Richards, the classic car specialist at Silverstone, said the car exceeded all expectations and again no word joe on who now we pretty but. much agree that the british secret service had her killed right john right you know what car right. i saw friday night i saw the queen of england's uh car that she used when she would arrive in canada it's huh. a lincoln why hey, did you hey, see hey. this at a place i saw it you want guess you got guess joe are you ready for an energetic couple of minutes i'd like you to meet in person 
our tax guy, Dan Pilla, who stopped here at the fair to come say hi. Good to see you. What do you know, John? Good to see you. He just wants to hang up for the newscast. No, no, I wanted to play John's guitar, but I don't know how to play guitar. It just sounds so great when he's doing it. Yeah. You know, you do this, right? Have you been properly caffeinated, Dan? What, do you got a booth out here or something? No, I got my wife and my grandson out here, and we're kicking around, and we thought we'd stop by and see the mayor. It was nice to see you. Check in with Gumption County and see what's going on. How much trouble are we in this week? We're uh, we're in no trouble this week. It's the fair. Everything yep. is upbeat. <laughs> okay. Everything is positive. Because every time you come on, you depress got, the hell out of us. We got nothing to worry about. <laughs> what what could go wrong, Joe? Dan Pill is uh, often with us on the uh, on the podcast. He's a tax expert, and uh, much of what he tells us frightens us. Yep. And uh, makes us have despairing thoughts, but not today. Not today. Nothing, not today. Nothing we're bad at the fair. Today. Good to see you, Dan. Nothing bad. It's good to see you, yeah. Joe. Right. Good to be here. Go ahead, Johnny. Uh, two pilots with one of the world's largest airlines have been suspended after an in-flight fight. The two Air France pilots faced corrective action after they came to blows in the cockpit of a flight to Paris. What would they argue about? Well, the incident occurred on a flight between Paris and Geneva. A spokesperson for the airline confirmed that the flight proceeded as usual and the pilots are awaiting decision by management on their behavior. Maybe one of them wouldn't stop and ask for directions, John. See? Yeah, is that See? Yeah. Was there one clear winner? <laughs> According to the local news, the pilot and the co-pilot of the Airbus A320 had a disagreement that turned into a physical fight right in the middle of the flight. The June incident became physical shortly after takeoff while the plane climbed to its cruising altitude. So that's automatic, obviously, huh? I it think climbed? so. Yeah. Right. Although the cause of the altercation could not be confirmed at press time, the two men reportedly took each other by the collars and hit or slapped each other before the noise alerted fellow well, crew members. That sounds like a pre-production meeting with yeah. Such and right. a rookie. Joe, right. Joe, it sounds like to me that there's going to be fines and suspensions. Uh, Dan Pilla, what's the grandson's name? The grandson's name is Anders, and uh, the lady holding the carriage there is my wife, Jean. Anders? Anders. A-N-D-E-R-S? Yes, sir. I guess that's I, uh, legit, isn't that's it? That's not Foghorn. Is that a real name? That's no, real that's not right. All right. I had to check. Scandinavian. He was really looking yeah. for a reason for me to uh, fire I, the Foghorn. I had to check. Well, 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 perhaps we should run the second name past you for Uh-oh. the second grandchild, Uh-oh. which is Sawyer. So what's your ruling S-A-W-Y-E-R? on that? S-A-W-Y-E-R. S-A-W-Y-E-R. That's legit. Sawyer. That's Foghorn. That, hey, oh, Tom no. Sawyer? Oh, Hello? that's Foghorn. Well, that's his last name, Candy, oh, not his no. first name. Oh, you yeah. are. First name was Tom. That's right. Oh, <laughs> you are so Sawyer crusty. is just uh, My, my daughter's going to be heartbroken. Fool, Joe, fool. What's her what? name? Her name is Mackenzie. Right there. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. I mean, that was the name of the cow. I know. That a cow can be named Mackenzie, not a kid. Wow. Well. <laughs> Sorry, things are he, tough. He ruled. He ruled. Things are tough. What are you going to do? do? He shows no favoritism. That's right. Is your shirt tucked not. in? I think it is. You yeah. are a shirt tucker. Yeah. Johnny? Every, yeah. You got anything else that's interesting? Well, well, I don't know, Joe. It's hard to tell. Yeah. I agree. Whatever's going to tickle your fancy. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to, hard to know what's going to tickle your You're in one of those fancies. moods, uh, Such. Thank you, sir. Oh, you're uh, welcome. Thank you. We're My love. pleasure. I want to tell people, including Dan Pilla, to uh, get a Prano Pub. Hell yeah. It's the You're official the Garage Logic food on a stick. Yep. Now, can we see one from here? If you peek around this corner, yes, right past where Rookie is. I believe there's one on this street over here by Andy's. There's eight locations. They were founded in 1947 by the Carnes family, Greg and Wayne Carnes, two great GLers. And uh, there's eight locations throughout the fairgrounds. It's the official food on a stick in Garage Logic. And uh, it's the wiener done in a bun and they're holding prices too to the 2019 level to fight 
inflation. And inflation does not seem to be uh, frightening any of the uh, constituency here at the fair. No. Another wonderful day at the fair with gorgeous weather. We'll be back in just a moment. Oh, that's nice. The cost of building materials keeps going up. In the last five minutes, it's gone up another 5.2%. Uh, that's why you got to get on the horn, get on the computer, aimhighconstructionmn.com. Get a hold of uh, Chris, get that bid ball rolling, Aim High Construction. They can and will help you with every aspect of it, starting at the very beginning, design. Uh, design consultation. If you know you want a new kitchen but you don't know what you want, Chris at Aim High is your guy. They're full service, quality, honest service. That's their jam. And if it means, uh, if it means you'll get on a, a schedule now, but it'll be a couple months out, so be it. They're going to be honest with you about that. But definitely do it. They're experts in all portions of construction, new builds, remodels, and everything else in between, uh, including a new roof, uh, new siding, new deck. Doesn't matter. Uh, they're going to do for you. What they did for me, they're going to improve your environment and your morale, and that equity is going to be forced up. AimHighConstructionMN.com. Get on that website, get in touch with Chris, and get on the schedule today. Patrick Royce is on the grounds. He's in the back. He's in the green room eating something. Gizmo. And we're going to do a Monday night sports talk live here at the fair coming up shortly. But first, I want to tell you that only because they come to us, and they're back now. They're back in Marloth Park. Wow. In Mpumalanga, huh. South Africa. The Traveling Lymans at WorldwideWaftage.com. It was on this day in 1857. Today is August 29th. The Constitutional Conventions for the soon-to-be state of Minnesota agree to a compromise document as the state's constitution. The convention had split Republican and Democrat shortly after it convened. While the groups were unable to bring themselves to work together formally, uh, very similar to today, they managed to produce nearly identical documents that form the state's constitution, and no change in cooperation has been noted since. Well, huh. On this day in 1857, Minnesota experiences the first ripple of the panic of 1857. I didn't know we had a panic in 1857. As the William... Brewster and Company Bank went out of business, soon followed by the Marshall and Company Bank on October 3rd and the Truman M. Smith Bank wow. of October 4. The first depression in the territory, the panic was caused in part by the unsound land speculation of the territory's boom period and by the August 24th collapse of the New York branch of the Ohio Life Insurance and Trust Company, which brought down banks across the country causing a nationwide depression that lasted three years. I did not know that. I thought it was because Uncle Ernie didn't make the deposit and Mr. Potter stole it. That was it. later in a movie. <laughs> okay, that was later on. Okay. On this day in 1860, St. Paul's first telegraph message was delivered to William H. Seward, governor of New York and Republican presidential hopeful. What year? 1860. 1860, they, they had the telegraph cross-country. Just climbing Seward, out of the Depression. Uh, Seward ended up uh, getting attacked also during the night that Lincoln was shot. He ended up Secretary of Defense, maybe? I believe so. And he got his uh, throat cut, but he survived. At the play? 
Uh, no, he was in a room, oh. and one of the conspirators went in and cut his throat, was then captured. But I mean, was he at the theater? No. Oh, it's a different, uh, different deal. No. Well, it was part it of was, the assassination ah, plot. There was I a, see. There was you, you read a book? or No. What, okay. no. <laughs> he just wanted to know how the play was. I want to be like everyone who works on this show. I don't read a book. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Wow. I just brought up William Seward's assassination. Right. I read right. books. Right. Oh, you can't say that. Thank you, G. Eller. <laughs> Stay tuned. Monday Night Sports Talk will be right here on this stage. And don't forget, we did mention the Talk Shop Rookie, that you can buy all the GarageLogic gear at the website, garagelogic.com. Just around the corner, the Talk Shop is available. Also, PodMN on your smartphone for any type of podcast that you might be looking forward to. Kick over to YouTube, subscribe to GarageLogic on YouTube, and you will be forever entertained. Also, social media, Facebook, Instagram, and the like. Check it all out, garagelogic.com for all of your podcast needs and attire, garagelogic.com.